Welcome to the messages of Cornerstone Anglican Church. Jesus Christ is our advocate when we stand before the Father. And here on earth, we have another advocate in the Holy Spirit. In this Advent message, Pastor Andrew reveals how we can lean on the Holy Spirit during times of doubt. What is it that Jesus did when he went to the cross? And what does it do for us? Jesus came to deal with death. He died on the cross to confront death head on. And having breached it dramatically, where Paul cries in his letters, Death, where is your sting? Death was a dread before death is finished. And we don't understand the full extent of what death brings. We know that we fear it. We know that it's often a disaster, especially if a person is taken in their youth. We often talk about death as it was a relief for them because they're going through so much pain. We have a whole issue of euthanasia upon us because people through sickness and suffering just want to be done with this life. And that's not exactly the Christian perspective. Yes, I can understand the pain, and pain is the essence of what drives people, apart from issues like despair. And they just want to finish it. They want to be over it. And yet God has put us on this planet to live, not to die. Yet death is a reality, and death is a result of sin. And we're going to come back to that issue after Christmas. Because Jesus breached death in such a way that death no longer is a threat to you and I. And yet death is still a reality. It's still something each of us is going to experience at some point in time. So what is it that Jesus did? What is it that he was trying to do? We know that he breached death. We know that he breached sin. But what was he really getting at? What was the outcome that Jesus wanted us to have? And that outcome was a true love engagement with God. Different nations and cultures have a different understanding of evil and different ways of dealing with them and a different understanding of God. God is a dictator in the sky. God is not there at all. 
God is someone to be appeased. Somehow or other, if we give the right gifts to God for some cultures, then the God or gods will leave us in peace. What Jesus wanted to get through to us was the true nature of God, a God who is love. But what Jesus enabled us to do was actually to come to God. Jesus in John's Gospel talks about an advocate. What is an advocate? He is the lawyer that turns up when you really need a good lawyer. But when the Bible talks about us having an advocate, it's that sense of not just having a lawyer standing there up for us, speaking for us, but having the best. Having one that not only knows the opposition, but knows everything that's going on and is able to give the most incredible advice. That's the sense of what the advocate is. And so in John's Gospel, on about five occasions, Jesus says, I'm sending you an advocate. In John 14, 16, he says, I've asked the Father, and he's sending you another advocate. So what does he mean by another advocate? Well, you already got one. Jesus was already an advocate in their midst. He was one that knew. Early in John's Gospel, John makes a comment that Jesus knew men and didn't trust himself to them. So Jesus understood human nature. Men of wisdom, men of great power, men of miracles. He had this sense of understanding and knowing human nature and knowing how to trigger that nature, how to provoke it and how to appease it. He knew how to draw men and women to himself. But he also knew that in the very process of doing that, others would be violently reacting towards him. Because he would be interfering in their affairs. Bullies and brutal people don't like others stepping in the way of their brutality and stopping it. And yet time and time again, Jesus did that. But from John 14 onwards, Jesus is talking about leaving the disciples. And they were aghast. He was their hope. He was the expected Messiah. He was the one. And he's talking about going away. He says, I'm going away so that in my Father's house I can prepare rooms for you. But I'm going to come again and take you to be where I am. So that's how he introduces chapter 14. And it's from that point on he starts speaking about, yes, I'm going, but you have another advocate coming. And that advocate is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit has a specific function that he has to fulfill for you and I. And that is to help us in the affairs of this world. Help us during the troubled times, 
to help us when we get into difficult situations, to help us when we get into difficult conversations, to help us when standing for our faith could cost us our life. That as an advocate, in the midst of the difficulties, the troubles, the situations which we confront as being men and women of God, children of the Father, of being those who stand to testify to God, to testify to Jesus. That the Holy Spirit is there in the midst of that activity for us. To give us the words that we need to speak. Have you ever imagined or experienced somebody asking you a religious question that you just didn't know the answer to? People will chat and talk and they'll put you on the spot. And you think, what am I going to do? What on earth should I say? You've got an advocate. The advocate's there to give you the exact words you need for the person sitting beside you without a fault. When you get into a situation where you have no idea what to say, you better start saying, Holy Spirit, I need your help. I need you right now. And guess what? He turns up. And as I was reflecting on this message, I thought, what of all the times have I sensed the Holy Spirit answering a situation incredibly dramatically? And back in the days in Teen Challenge, we were doing a mission at Green Valley in Sydney. Quite a number of violent young people. And we were doing it at one of the community centres. And the idea was that we had this Christian band playing and then I'd get up and give a message. But in between the music from our Christian band, one of the community people would put on a tape that was heavy metal, really heavy, harsh music. And it really got to a couple of our team members, so we all gathered to pray. And we got a word from God. It was, don't worry about what you're seeing going on right now. Don't be anxious about it. Because when the Holy Spirit moves, it'll all be forgotten. All that riotous music will be forgotten, totally forgotten. And during the night there would have been about eight young people in the centre at any one point in time. They were like young people running all over the place. But when it came for me to give my message, there were over 200 young people sitting on the floor, as still as could be. And I saw the Holy Spirit hover over them. And everything that had gone on before was forgotten as the Holy Spirit moved upon these young people, touched their hearts, 
that moved in their hearts that night as many of them gave their hearts to Jesus. On another occasion, we'd had a Saturday night drop-in centre. And during the night, these groups of 15-year-old young people would be in and out of the centre. And then the police turned up. So they all raced back in to our drop-in centre. And one of our guys who was about six foot three and built like a tank went out to talk to the police. And all these young people are shaking in their boots, wondering what the police are going to do. Our worker came back in and went to explain that two of these young people, one got behind our worker and knelt down and the other one just shoved him and he went flying over the back and slid out the door. And nobody moved because everyone knew these guys were going to cop it. Our worker was out there for some time and I'm sure he was having an argument with the Holy Spirit. What do you want me to say? I'm going to thump these guys. No, he came back in and he walked up to these two kids and he says, I love you and Jesus loves you. And we talked for an hour with those kids. They sat and listened for an hour. He could have come in angry, which they expected. He gave them something else. He gave them a message from God. So we have an advocate in this world who enables us to go beyond our normal resources, our normal capabilities, our normal reactions, our normal responses, the feeling like we just want to withdraw from the situation, or we want to withdraw from the conversation, and yet you're the person, you're it. You're the person in that situation for that person. And all you've got to do is lean into the Holy Spirit and trust that what you're about to say he's putting the words into your mouth. It's the Holy Spirit, our advocate, is beside us. But John notes that we have two advocates. The reference to the second advocate is in 1 John 2, 1. And John writes, My dear children, I write this to you so that you will not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. So the Holy Spirit is our advocate here in the midst of this world, in the situations we confront, the people we talk to, and sometimes the rejection and persecution we might cop. But Jesus is our advocate at a much deeper and much higher level. He's the means by which we go to the Father. And you think, yeah, we know that. But do we know that? 
when I listen to what are learned men and women, scholars, and they don't know that. In fact, they not only don't know that, they react to the idea that Jesus Christ is our advocate. That somehow or other, if we're going to get to God the Father, we have to go through Jesus. In their own religious and mental understanding, they see Jesus as simply a great example of a godly man, a human man, who found out the secret of getting into the presence of God the Father. And then he gives us this example of how to do it. I'm not sure how many of them actually want to be hung on a cross to achieve that, though. But they sense that I can get to the Father. I can do it. Jesus did it. If Jesus could do it, I can do it. That idea leaves me bereft. Because I can't. don't know if you've tried to use Jesus as an example. Not that we shouldn't use Jesus as an example. But if that's all we're doing with Jesus, then I think, as Paul says, we're still in our sin. If all Jesus simply did which shows how you get to God, then we're in trouble. At least I'm in trouble. But if he's my advocate, if he's my means of getting to the Father, that puts us on a different level entirely. And the dynamics at work are so radically different. Now, the only way that I can turn Jesus into an example of how to get to God so that I can follow the same process or the same road or the same way is to deny Jesus himself, to deny who he really is, the Son of the living God, the eternal Son, in relationship with the Father and the Holy Spirit, the three together making up what we call the triune God, Trinity. An eternal God, outside of time and space, yet personalities in themselves, that as Son of God, He took human form in Jesus Christ, and He came for us. And he came to bring us into the presence of God. And he did this, I think, two ways. That we come into the presence of God through him. I am the way. Not I'm showing you the way. Or I'm giving you an example of the way. I am the way into the presence of the Father. You can only come to the Father through me. So he's the means by which we enter into the presence of God. He's the means by which we take a hold of all that it means to encounter God and survive it. 
this awesome God, this righteous God, that Jesus provides a means by which we encounter, live with, love, worship. He's the means in. But you know, when we get there, he's also the advocate. When we hit the judgment seat, when we have to give account of our lives, when we have to explain to God why, why did we do that? Or why didn't we do that? When that crunch comes, you know the thought I love is Jesus turning to the Father and saying, I know him. He's one of us. Yep, he's done this, but he's come through it. He's come to us. He's come through us. That he's there with us in the midst of the judgment to appease the judgment. Because he died on a cross for us. Are we accountable? Yes. Do we deserve judgment? I think the answer to that is yes too. Is that what we face? As believers in Christ? As followers of Jesus? Of those coming to the Father through Jesus the Son? We are forgiven. The judgment has been turned aside and the penalty is gone. And we breach death through Jesus to enter eternity to worship, love and enjoy God in all his fullness. Because we have an advocate. And if I stuff it up, which is what John's talking about, I come to the Father through my advocate. I come to the Father through Jesus. And I make it clear to the Father that I'm coming through Jesus. That I'm not coming of my own accord. I'm not coming to make excuses. I'm coming because of Jesus. I'm coming through Jesus and with Jesus as I encounter the Father. And do you know what happens? We stand there without guilt, without fear, without trepidation, worshipping and loving God with all our being and all our heart. So Advent challenges us on this. Will we come? Will we come through the only means that God has provided Jesus Christ the righteous? Let us pray. Father, we thank you for our advocates. We thank you for Jesus, your son. We thank you that he brings us into your presence that he brings us into your relationship, that as your forgiven children we can worship and love you forever. And we thank you for the Holy Spirit. Help us to lean on him, depend on him, and listen to him 
as we encounter the situations of this world and the people you want us to talk to. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. If you'd like to hear more great messages from Pastor Andrew, check out our Facebook page or look us up on the net at cornerstone-church.com.au.